You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Hi, welcome back. Jeremy Codd, Ken Barkley, You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM, right here on the BetQL Network. And uh, some football news coming across the wires. We're getting cuts. Uh, you were kind of shocked. Bailey Zappi got released by the Patriots, or waived, I should say. Yeah, and I, I guess, and again, like in the chat, just let me know if this is not true. Like I asked in the in the break, I go, wait, like Malik Cunningham is going to be the backup? Like, is he still on the team? Tyler was saying he got cut too. <laughs> just this is, there's a famous <laughs> Simpsons episode where Homer coaches like the peewee football team, and all he does yeah. is he's just like you're cut, you're cut, you're cut, you're cut. Like he like kicks everybody off the team. It's really really funny. <laughs> there's like a bunch of good scenes. That's like what I'm imagining the Patriots quarterback room is like <laughs> right now. And so I was like, I literally go, who is currently the backup quarterback to Mac Jones? Who by the way is like missed time with injury. Like who who is the backup quarterback to Mac Jones on the New England Patriots? And then there were a lot of funny responses in the chat. Uh, Tom Brady was the first response that was given, which is obviously really funny. And just like I, Cole McCoy is available, Cardinals didn't want him; they wanted to trade for uh, trade for uh, Josh Dobbs instead to start Week One, maybe against the uh, the Washington Commanders. Mac Mac Jones, the only quarterback on the Patriots roster right now. Well, that's kind of interesting. I wonder if they saw Cole McCoy get released and were like, "Let's just do something here." Well, that's because anytime you can add Cole McCoy, you got to move mountains, I guess. Uh, I, yeah, just it'll be really interesting. Obviously, they they won't stay with just Mac Jones on the roster. They'll add somebody. Trade, signing, whatever. Uh, I'll be curious to see who backs up Mac Jones this year. If you were that position last year, you played a lot. A lot of weird things going on. The the, the quarterback cuts, they, they obviously have somebody in mind. How about the Browns drafting a kicker with the fourth-round pick, cutting him immediately, yeah, and then K-Dork. trading for a kicker that lost his job? So it's like, all right, well, this is what we're doing here. So it's it's just been kind of weird in the NFL streets early on. And we're going to see a lot more cuts, some surprises, maybe even some trades. The Jonathan Taylor news, if you missed it, it looks like he's going to be on the pup for the first four weeks. Colts said they didn't see fair value in any of the trades. So now they have until, what, Halloween, which is the trade deadline, to work yep. something out. Uh, and wouldn't put it past them to, to franchise the guy too and keep him around for another year to possibly trade him and get more back but we'll see what happens it's just an ugly situation in indy with jonathan taylor we were talking cy young anything else that you want to add to the american league cy young before we move on to nl because i know yeah, it, it I feels like you're uh, ready to sweep this one yeah yeah well I, I but i've been i mean i i almost graded everything like a month ago yeah. i was like oh cole well that's too bad and like yeah. <laughs> done next and uh and then kirby was kind of like a flicker of light maybe like if he got hot and he had two games two starts against two bad teams like this could become something his numbers are really good and it didn't and uh castillo's been torching and uh shoving right that's what he says about starting pitchers now it's really funny and uh he's been shoving (laughs) and he has apparently made it a little closer than i think it is but uh, again like part three just like with an lmvp 
you know, Cole's been way ahead in polling and the pitchers who have been getting first place votes behind him are now all obsolete and out of it. So like, where are those votes going? They're going to Luis Castillo. Uh, seems more like they're just all going to Garrett Cole right now. That would be my guess. Uh, again, next poll can tell us, hey, when the voters are telling you what they're going to do, just believe them. My guess is they're going to tell us that they're voting for Garrett Cole to win this award. That would be my guess. And if we get something that's different than that, then we can adjust. All right. Well, I mean, that's what it feels like is it's Garrett's Cole, Garrett Cole's award to lose. What about NL Cy Young? Is this interesting at all to you or is it more of a hot mess as well? Oh, it's incredibly interesting. And it's a hot mess. It's actually both things. Uh, sometimes you you're sitting at your computer and you start to see stuff happening and you just go, what the hell's going on right now? You start texting people. Did anybody see this? What the hell's going on? What are, what's somebody doing right now? <laughs> and uh, and there was a moment like that with this market earlier today. And I was absolutely baffled. That's okay. I can be baffled. I'm also going to take a loss in AL Cy Young. So whatever. Take this for what it's worth. Uh, Blake Snell got bet into oblivion to win the NL Cy Young. He didn't actually become like that big of a favorite. Usually when I say bet into oblivion, it's like minus 10,000 or something. But he pitched well last night. Uh, seven shutout innings. Congratulations to him pitching into the seventh inning for just the second time all year. Good job, buddy. Um, and so really good start. Walked a bunch of guys again. Great. And he has an insanely low ERA uh, for best in the NL, obviously. And so, okay, he pitches well. And Zach Gallen, one of the other contenders, there are basically three pitchers who can win, and I have none of them. Uh, Spencer Strider being the other. Gallen pitches last night against the Dodgers, gives up three in the first, ends up not pitching very well. Okay, so the guy who was the favorite pitched poorly, albeit against the Dodgers, but he still pitched poorly, still counts. And Blake Snell pitched well, actually had one of his better starts of the year. Went, again, pitched longer than he ever does. And so, okay, there's going to be a correction or like a, a shift in the market to account for these two things happening. And it happened. And then I went to bed. And then I woke up and then somebody's just jamming Blake Snell. And I don't uh, just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it without a poll. I think you're all nuts if you're betting him. So at one domestic right now, he is minus 130 to win the NL Cy Young. MGM still has like even odds for the three pitchers, which is probably closer to what it actually is, true probability wise. But not everywhere does. And some places are getting just absolutely loaded with Blake Snell money. And there's a couple of things that could be happening. I think an unlikely explanation, but one that has to be considered, is that somebody actually knows the results of the next Cy Young poll that's probably coming out of the next couple of days and is like front running it, like betting it before the market has it. That's possible. I, I said that to someone as a theory, knowing that it's like not the likeliest explanation. I said it to somebody and the response was, you're giving the market way too much credit. <laughs> like you're basically <laughs> like inventing a, a JFK level conspiracy to explain something that's probably more easily explainable, just like somebody bet Blake Snell or people are betting Blake Snell. And, uh, and I, on one hand, I get it, right? So if we take Snell, Gallon, Strider, three most likely pitchers to win now by all measurement, uh, uh, who am I holding in this market? I am holding a Logan Webb position that is now absolutely worthless. You turn it into an NFT or something. So I, I had a lot of Logan Webb. He cannot win. That is the end of my involvement in this market uh, for now. And Blake Snell gets bet a lot. I, I mean, the MGM prices are cool. It's three-way. Like it's Blake Snell is a really big minus favorite now in a bunch of places. Here's why that makes no sense to me. And if you're wondering, like, man, it seems like you really have, like, a vendetta against Blake Snell, and Jake hates him, too, and Jake's going to come on and tell you how he hates him, too. Uh, I get it. He leads the NL in ERA. As a result of his start last night and Gallon's struggle, 
He has now taken the lead in the NL in B-War, which is the baseball reference war projection. So, like, I get the appeal on that level. He's number one in the league at two things that seem really important. It's not that I think he should be 70th or something. He just, the, the, the entire story of his season has been that he's a little different than these other guys. He doesn't face the order the third time through. And we've been over this a bunch of times. He walks a ton of guys. He doesn't go deep in any game that he pitches in with very few exceptions, last night being one of two, and which taxes the bullpen a little bit more for like your ace pitching, right? And okay, like the time he does pitch, he's exceptional, but that usually a winner doesn't look like that. And so that's always why I preferred anyone else basically to him. <laughs> and just to give you like, so just so you know, like I'm not crazy. So again, like that what Ken thinks is going to happen, maybe you don't care about that anymore because Ken's not winning in Cy Young this year. Here's Want to know the number one reason why Blake Snell is an unappealing candidate for me? Whip is a statistic that obviously measures walks plus hits per innings pitched. So, like, you got a guy who's getting in a lot of jams, even if he's getting out of them, that's going to show up in this. If you walk a lot of guys, that's going to show up in this. All that stuff shows up in the, even if you're getting out of the jams, that shows up in this. Like, dominance almost is what it measures. How many clean innings you got? How many, how many like, are you getting into jams all the time? Are you not going deep in games? This is where it would show up. Okay. In the AL and NL, the last 30 years, here are the ranks in whip in their respective league of the pitcher who won Cy Young. We'll do the NL first. Sixth, second, 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 first, first, second, first, first, third, first, second. Let's do the AL for a second. Ranks in whip in the league by the winner. First, 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 second, first, second, first, sixth, first, 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 second, forced. Is that a word? Fourth, first, yep, second, first, second. Great. <laughs> Get the idea. Blake Snell this year, WHIP, National League, 16th. You're me, and you know that. What are you going to think about this market? Like, I, you can think whatever you want of me. Hear that. Look at this market. What would you think? Well, just from Seriously. being on here, like, I, I don't think he can win. Like, I just, like, when you well, look at the can. numbers historically. Well, I just, it's like, well, I'm, I'm just trying to explain. It's like, I'm not, just so you know, like, I'm not crazy. Like this is what it is. You tell me. <laughs> like I just well, this that's is what it is. That's what that's what I would be thinking is that he can't win because historically we don't we don't see this. Um, but we are seeing some weird things this year in the league. It doesn't feel like we have a lot of dominant pitching. Um, because now when I'm looking at these guys that are supposed to be the tops, I feel like I could poke holes in every single one of these guys. Um, and the same thing with the American League side too. Uh, you know, I know how many conversations we have about Strider and. He's got the same number as Snell. So it's just, it feels yeah. weird seeing Snell up there because a big part of pitching is not putting guys on base. And he flirts with disaster every single game. And it's one of the reasons why we're joking, but we are also making fun of him that this is only the second time he's gotten to the seventh inning. You're going to tell me that you want to give the Cy Young to a guy that has a hard time getting into the sixth and seventh inning on a consistent basis? I mean, that just sounds weird. Right. So here, here's, here's where I'll kind of come in and be like, look, it's, it doesn't have to be what Ken thinks. We've done this with the other award markets. If the voters are telling you what they're going to do, just believe them. Here's the thing, though. Like, he's getting jammed in this market. We don't have a poll yet that's updated. He hasn't been that good since the last poll. He's actually been quite average since the last poll. Like, his ERA hasn't kept going. Like, he was on this incredible run, right? It was like 30 scoreless innings in a row, whatever that was. Like, that wasn't what this month has been. This month's been a little bit worse. Well, what's yeah. worse than zero runs? Everything. So he hasn't been quite as good. And while he's been doing that, Gallon had a bad last start, but was like good before that. And Strider's been insane. And like, you're telling me that like 
Blake Snell was not ahead in the last poll. He actually, my argument about why he's a bad candidate is factored into the last poll. He got more first place votes than the guy ahead of him and still didn't finish ahead of the guy ahead of him. What does that tell you? It tells you that some voters left him off the ballot, didn't put him on at all. <laughs> so like Completely. they're seeing that. The thing I just read, the whip stuff, they're seeing that. Yeah. And they're saying, I don't want to vote for this guy. So like, it's not just that I think this, it's in the voting too. We're going to overcome that? Really? Like that's going to happen? It's just, he just seems so flawed to want to jam him right now. It seems like such a bad idea. So just like, can he, like, despite everything I said about history and like what you normally need to win, can he win? Of course, he would just win. People could just vote for him. But like when the next poll comes out, which again, Gowan was ahead in last time. And there are some other guys in that poll that are like going to stop getting votes. And they're going to start, they're basically going to start all going to one of those three pitchers. They're going to start all going to like Justin Steele is going to stop getting a lot of votes. Probably it's going to go to one of the three guys going to go to Snell Strider and Gowan probably. Okay. Like Snell's going to beat both of them. Like again, to bet him to this price by a good amount in the next poll. Yeah. Or it's just going to be kind of close. And I think Snell's going to lose any tiebreaker ever because some people are going to, I think, really ding him a lot and not put him top. Like, think about it. Zach Allen, every voter, going to be top three. Almost certainly. Spencer Strider, every voter, almost certainly going to be top three when we get to the end of the year. His is a little flimsier, like maybe Steele gets in a couple times. Is Blake Snell going to be top three on every single ballot? We have polling that says that basically isn't going to happen. Like, that's just, he's yeah. just very flawed. I just don't know why, like, that's the guy you want to go to war with Jammin. I don't know why that's the guy. And so that's, that is a story of why I found the price movement today so interesting. And, you know, we have a couple minutes left in this segment. Jake, just before I just rant again about what to do and what to bet, we have time to do that too. What do you think about everything that's happening? I just, everything is Well, you're stupid. just, you're sad because you think Snell's going to win and you hate him. That's, but like, I also do you agree think with win? you. I don't think I still don't think he's going to win. I still think we're very much on Zach Gallen watch. Already had one bad start, but he can absolutely turn it on. And I think we're really on Spencer Strider watch right now. Each of his last three starts: seven innings, seven innings, seven innings, six Ks, ten Ks, nine Ks. Like we might be entering a territory that we've already seen from Strider in the past, where he's just awesome and nobody hits him for a month. And if that's the case. He's probably got three, four starts left, five maybe, and nobody touches him, and then the season ends? Who do you think's winning if he's going seven <laughs> innings every single time and getting nine, 10, 11, 12 Ks? Like, I, I think Gallon has ground to make up, especially now because recency bias. He pitched yesterday and was bad. But I think we're really on Spencer Strider watch here because if he goes on this run, which again, we've seen from him before, he's done this multiple times this year already. Not even mentioned last year. Like it, it's everything that you said, Ken, like Snell's whip is terrible. Is anybody going to be surprised if he doesn't make it to the fifth inning in his next start? Even if he doesn't allow a lot of runs, like that's just his MO. He just doesn't go deep in the games. Meanwhile, Strider's gotten through seven in each of the last three starts. Like that's a pretty big discrepancy. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I think the question's like, so what do we do about it? And especially, like, at a domestic right now, and like, whatever, you go find this stuff. Blake Snell's minus 130. Zach Allen is plus 410. So again, let's, let's, let's think about, like, let's be rational people. You're telling me in one start, 
he went from like even to plus 410 in terms of his true <laughs> odds of winning. There's nobody that thinks that's true. There's nobody that, think yeah. that's, that thinks that's correct. Now, maybe his odds were always this plus 410 and we got there. But like the idea that that move on one start is like rational. That's rational going on here. This is insane. And just I try to have to figure out what to do about it. So we can figure out like, okay, what bets could we want to make? Especially if you have no position in the market, we can probably do that in the next segment. We'll do all that. We've got uh, the second day of Lochmas. That's coming up. A little Big 12 action. We'll get into that as well. Some guests, You Better You Bet Jeopardy, all that and more. It's You Better You Bet right here on the BetQL Network, all brought to you by BetMGM. Jeremy Kahn, Ken Barkley. We'll be back. 